This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we commit your message this morning unto the mighty hand. We ask, you have spoken, you speak again. You keep on directing us. You keep on leading us. To be who you want us to be through your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. We'll just uh, listen to this brief message titled, Heavenly Alert. Part 1, Heavenly Alert. is going to be brief. It's in line with what the Lord has asked us to do. And we're taking a message from the book of First Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. I read, Know you not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. When we talk about transition alerts, we are happier. Am I talking to somebody? Allah, we are alerted to get ready. When they say there's alerts, you are being informed. Awareness is being created. So when we say transaction alerts, you are being told to be informed that something is in your account or something is coming your way. Today the Lord is talking about heavenly alerts. That means he's telling someone to be prepared about heavenly business. The Lord is good. The Lord just spoke and is still speaking. And today by his grace, he will continue to speak to us. He will continue to speak to us about our spiritual mind of consciousness. Speak to us about our spiritual mind of righteousness spiritual mind of holiness and godliness the lord is speaking to his body daily we are the body of christ and he's never tired of speaking because the greatest business of the kingdom of god right now on this earth is the business of revival souls must be liberated revived and prepared for heavenly business in jesus name First Corinthians chapter 3 verses 16 and 17 declares that our bodies, your body, my body, is a temple of who? The temple of God. That is where the spirit of God dwells. And of course we understand that God is not the author of confusion, but the author of what? Peace. Everything about God is about peace. If our bodies are his temple... Our spirits, our soul, must work in agreement with his commandments. When our spirit, soul, and body work in agreement with his commandments, it is easy for us to attain or achieve God's purpose for us on earth. Equally means that we must not allow any form of defilement, defilement through life of flesh, defilement through cares of the world, defilement through immorality to bring for confusion to his temple of which we are we are the temple of God we are the altar of the living God we are the living altar 
of the living God. Our spirits, souls and bodies are called the temple of God. When God formed man, come with me to the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. In the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life a man became what? A living soul. So the body of man is formed from where? The earth. That means our bodies are of the earth. Earthly. So the body likes things of the earth. Because our bodies are the product of the earth. We tend to embrace earthly things. But for our body to come alive, He's released his spirit, his breath, into the nursery of man. A man became what? A living soul. So God planted his spirit and his soul in us. So man is made up of a spirit, a soul, and what? God. Made up of two entities. So if we divide the makeup of man, ash to what? That is the body. The body came from the earth. At the end of this journey, the body will go back to what? Earth. Ash to ash. Earth to what? Earth. It goes back to the earth. The spirit and soul came from where? God. They go back to where? Where they came from God. God takes his spirit. And the soul that records the activities will stand in judgment. The body that made you to reject God will not be there. He goes back. The body that made you to acquire things of the world. One thousand vehicles. Millions of pounds and dollars in foreign accounts. That made you not to have time for God. All those things that the earth produces goes back to the earth. Because you are not going back with that skyscraper. We are not going back with that vehicle. You are not going back with the billions in your back account. They are earthly. They have things of the earth. They have to do with the body. Your soul will stand before God. And the Lord will say, where will you spend eternity? Because your activities on earth determines where you spend what? Eternity. And it will be very unfortunate that day. You begin to tell God, it is that my position as the chairman of the company I was trying to make money that was why I didn't obey you that money will not be there with you the vehicles will not be there with you that husband that wife, the children that made you not to have time for God will not be there with you the body you put that long hair, red hair black attachment, yellow attachment will not be there the long fingernails will not be there. The makeup will not be there. Your best suit, your best vehicle, everything you have labored for will never be there with you. So what shall it profit you after gaining the whole of these things? That day, none of those things will cross this earth. Only our soul will stand before our creator. Only our soul will stand before our creator. And I tell people, and I keep on saying it. When somebody died, they write, rest in peace. I say, which peace? 
When somebody dies, it's either you have peace or you dwell in peace. Eternal peace or eternal pieces. Eternal peace, eternity with God in heaven, or eternal pieces with eternity in the lake of fire. When somebody dies, there is no amount of prayer that can alter where you spend eternity. Let them gather the whole pastors in the world. It can never change where you spend eternity because your soul, well on earth, is recording everything. That day, your soul will stand before God in judgment, and you see your life, a brief of your life on earth. How you rejected God? How God wanted you to come on time for service? You refused to come on time for service. But when it's time for appointment with that local government chairman, with that man that will give you one million naira, five naira contract, you go there two hours before the appointment time. But when it's time for appointment with your creator, you will come late. You see how that money you refuse to give to God for, to expand his kingdom. That money won't die with it. The Lord will ask you, I gave you that money, what did you do with it? The hundred wives. The children have made you to disobey God to go to the wishes and wizard marinkinon to collect children. They won't be there with you. On earth, you can hire one million sons to defend your case. You can justify your actions on earth. But that day, no son, no lawyer will be there to justify your action. Your soul will be your lawyer. Your soul will determine where you will spend eternity. What shall it profit you if you gain everything and lose your soul in hell? I pray that will never be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Our spirit, our soul and body belongs to the Lord. Man is a product of heavenly and earthly entity. This body is from the earth. The body is flesh. That's why the body always desire things of the world. The body desires decoration. We can spend hours working out in the morning to look fit, to look free, to look beautiful. But we cannot spend 20 minutes to work out with Christ in the word of God. In the morning, we'll be too busy to rush our appointment. We can create them and wake up by four in the morning, by three in the morning to work out. We want to look beautiful. We want to have trim body. We want to pay ourselves because we have an appointment. We need to go out looking good. But how often do we prepare to train ourselves to look good for Christ? How often do we prepare in the beauty of His Word to trim our desires, to trim our life so that our life will be a blessing to other people? How often do we prepare? When we come, my people will say, Indeed, this is a child of the Most High God. A daughter of the Most High God. A son of the Most High God. We might wake up very early in the morning to prepare to go to work. But we don't wake up early to prepare for appointment with our Creator. As you wake up every day to prepare for your daily appointment, you must equally wake up first of all to prepare for your appointment with the Lord. I've seen people who walk up very preparing for work, prepared, put on the best perfume. They didn't get to the office that morning. They died. I've seen people that slept. They didn't wake up. The rush took place. But we don't have time to prepare for God in the morning. But we have time to prepare for work. This body will spend so much. We can't
can go to the salon and spend hours putting new designs on our head. But we can't spend 10 minutes with the Lord studying the word of God. Asking the Lord, what will you have me do? What about the fashion of the kingdom? We're not interested in the fashion of the kingdom. We have fashion for the kingdom of God. We're interested in the fashion of the world. We're interested in the cares of the world. We can spend hours rubbing creams on our bodies, on our faces. Painting our bodies. And you forget that as you're painting that body, you come and they say, yeah, you look sweet. Look at how your skin is shiny. It's very smooth. Of course, you look sweet. You look very smooth, pretty. The ants will be smiling. That's our food one day. That's our food one day. The ground will be smiling. The ant will be smiling. He's preparing his body for us very soon. Because one day we'll go down there. All those things. The ant will feed on these things. Even if they dash you to people, they'll say no, they don't want. Once you're dead. Have you seen somebody who said the children died, the wife died, the husband died? He said, put the person in the house, leave the person there with me. We will live together, even in death. Who sighed? Oh, the beauty of everything has gone. This morning, the Lord is talking to somebody. Your hallelujah must go to the Lord. Your presence belongs to the Lord. Your body belongs to the Lord. Your spirit belongs to the Lord. Your body belongs to the Lord. And you must not desire of things of the world. Our spirit and souls are heavenly parts and they desire things of God. Unfortunately, when one allows the body, which is earthly, to override the desires of his or her spirit and soul, then the flesh and carnality qualifies that person for eternity in the lake of fire. I pray that will never be our portion. Because our bodies are the temple of God. We must allow our spirit, our soul, to rule over our bodies. When we exercise authority over our bodies, our place or eternity in heaven is very much assured. As a body of Christ, we must live a life of holiness. Life of holiness is not only when we come to the church. Life of holiness is not how well we sing. Life of holiness is not how well we praise the Lord. Life of holiness is not how well we preach. It's not about our outward appearances. Holiness is not only how we live in the sight of other believers. Holiness is not a makeshift life of showing off. Holiness is a word of life. Holiness is the word of life in heaven. Holiness is the word of life for the kingdom of God on earth. As children of God, we are called Christians. The constitution of our kingdom on earth is called holiness. The body of Christ as the temple of God cannot be mortgaged on the altar and temple of worldliness. We must not mortgage that gift of salvation on the altar of flesh or on the altar of the cares of the world. Holiness is not an instrument for pastors to apply for a particular purpose. It is not something for the ministers, the congregations, our children and families to apply to achieve an end. 
No. It is something much more than that. Holiness is the word of life. Holiness is a heavenly commandment. In fact, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 declares, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness. You must follow peace. You must walk in holiness. Then he said, without which no man shall see the Lord. Without holiness, no man can spend eternity in heaven. Peace is a product of holiness. How peaceful are you in life? Many children of God are not activating peace in the body of Christ. They are denying the body of Christ peace. When you live a defiled life, you are a Confucianist to the body of Christ. When you are dwelling in immorality, you are denying the body of Christ peace because you create doorway for people to mock the body of Christ. When what you want to wear in the name of fashion turns out to seduce men after you, you are denying the body of Christ peace. You cannot be in the body of Christ and you are wearing the fashion of the world. You cannot be in the body of Christ and you are painting your bodies and telling God, God, you didn't create me well. I need to redesign my body. You cannot be in the body of Christ and you are wearing maroon sponsor hairstyles. Beating the world to their own game. You cannot be in the body of Christ and when you wear your skirt, you reveal your laps so that men will be seduced. I remember our mothers of the old. They don't really sit down and they look for something to cover their legs. They sit down and their legs are probably covered. This day we talk about fashion. We sit down and our legs are exposed. We need to look for something to cover our legs. In the name of fashion. And when we forget our scarf, what happens? Somebody is in the church, in the office. Instead of being focused, they are looking at their laps. And their minds are going the word of the world. It is time we redress our actual appearances. Anything we wear that does not glorify the Lord means that we are marketing the properties of the devil on earth. And I pray that will never be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. When your last time make people mock the body of Christ, you are denying the kingdom of God peace. The word of God declared that whatever a man sweet, he shall reap. And that means peace will be denied that person because access to life of eternity in heaven will be denied that person. Where will you spend eternity? What shall it profit you if you shall gain the whole world, gain the whole popularity, gain everything you need on this earth? But that day, not even a dime will follow you out of this earth. Marry the best wife, have the best children, the greatest wealth, you are known to be great, fame everywhere, and at the end of the day, you miss eternity in heaven. Someone was asking a question. How come children grow up from the church? Musicians. Of course, 70% of musicians grew up from the church all over the world. 70%. From church choir, they grew. All of a sudden, they move into the world. The body of Christ is slow. I won't have popularity. I won't be popular in the body of Christ. Let me go to the world where if I play any kind of music, I will explode. Why does it happen? 
they were asked different questions the lord spoke and said that those people were never born again they were in the church but they were never born again they were in the church but the devil was after their souls that's why when they had the opportunity to make a choice between the world and god they chose the devil and jumped into the world smiling to the bank millions popular meeting different presidents but the day they will exit this earth none of the presidents the fame the star will never stand with them before god that talent god gave to them to praise him to worship him they will account let me tell you most time we read about the parable of the talent we think it's a story it is about you they are talking about the parable of the talent is about you and i all of us on earth that day that talent will apply you'll be asked the talent you are giving to work for god on this earth what did you do with that talent you will account for that talent it's not a story the word of god is living and active it's not a story this morning the lord is talking to us that anything that will make us anything that will make us choose the world first you have made a choice for eternity in hell it's very easy we have a choice to do the things of god and they say no no this one will not profit me if i go for the world i'll get more profits number one if god did not give you life you won't be alive to go for things of the world to go for that explosion of the world you think number two if anything happened and the parents is this it you are coming back to this girl you turn your back on there are some people if you tell them about fashion they get angry and leave the church if god talks to them about what they are wearing they'll get angry if god talks to them about makeup they get angry and leave the church if god talks to them about worldliness immorality they get angry and leave the church that church you are going to is god not there of course the pastor might not tell you about these things in that place they say come as you are come as you are yes come as you are does not mean that you should come and continue to do it the way you are if you come to the church we teach you the mood of dressing of the kingdom of god we'll let you know that we don't allow trouser in the kingdom of god it's not approved by god if you come to church with godly afflictions we'll teach you in the kingdom of god we observe godliness here and we guide you and lead you it will be an abomination come as you are you come with all the filthy garments we allow you in the kingdom of god in the church house of god to continue to live in that way because we want explosion because we want you to stay in the church that pastor will account for that souls at that point in time so when you come to a church where they observe holiness and you leave that day you will see a record how god used different churches different pastors to tell you that you're going the wrong way and you got angry you see it and you will agree that you are qualified to go to where you are supposed to be whether eternity in heaven or eternity in hell some people are in the business around down churches I don't like this church because they are too strict. I don't like this church because uh, I don't like this church because they always say what people do. It's because God loves you. That church is doing that because they want you to make it. 
It's not because they hate you. It's because they don't want you to go the wrong way. That church, that pastor is running his own race because if he does not tell you where you're going wrong, that day God will hold him accountable for your souls. This man, I want us to bow our heads. The word of God has gone forth. The word of God is a bureau. Where has that word touched us? When we pray, somebody will say, Ah, they preached me. No, they didn't preach you. God is just telling you where to work on yourself. No, he didn't preach you. The word of God has gone forth. It's for the multitude. It's for everybody to make them turn to the new word of life and continue to be who the Lord wants us to be. Father, this morning we have had that word. Begin to talk to the Lord in areas you have offended him. Is it in your fashion? Is it in the things you say or do? Hidden secret thing we say nobody sees, but God sees. Those things can stop one from making eternity in heaven. Pray. Ask for his blood to purge our conscience. Revive our minds for us to begin to see things the way he wants us to see things. Ask for his blood to reposition our minds. Speak the way he wants us to speak. Act the way he acts. Walk the way he walks. Ask the blood to arrest our minds. That when the word of correction comes from the Lord and from the pulpit, we'll be open to corrections. We'll not dwell in unteachable spirits. We'll not dwell in life of justification. Ask for his mercy. Father, we ask for your mercy. Show us your mercy. We are your children. Thank you for speaking to us through these messages. Thank you for your grace. Reposition our minds. Our spirit, soul, and bodies belong to you. Make us to be better Christians. Thank you, Lord. Be the exalted. For no one can share the glory over our lives. Thank you, Lord, for answer to our prayers. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, of International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.